According to the Buddha, everything, including ourselves, has three characteristics, also called the three marks of existence. So this is very, very important, this topic, because it's cutting through our ignorance and really helping us understand how we exist and how everything around us exists. So when we reflect on impermanence, it's very easy to see it. We live as if we didn't know things were impermanent and projecting permanence and holding to things and wanting them to last, even though we know they're impermanent. Yet, when we analyze it, it's very easy to see, yeah, everything's impermanent. When we reflect on the unsatisfactory aspect of cyclic existence, it's a bit more difficult. I mean, if we experience a lot of obstacles, suffering, losses, we know it. And we know there's this underlying dissatisfaction no matter where we are or what we have. But sometimes it's not so easy because everything seems good in our life. We have money, we have family, we have security, we have everything we want. But we know that if things were to change suddenly, we would experience great suffering because we're attached to those things. Or we know that we can get sick and die any time or we can have problem, right? We can just lose everything we have suddenly. The more we reflect on this, the more evident it becomes that as long as we live with grasping, with attachment, with ignorance, with aversion, we're going to experience recurrent problems and sufferings and dissatisfactions. And so there is a point here to generate this aspiration of being free. It's the first step. Because if we don't generate that aspiration, then we're not going to give the next steps. But it's also important to know that we also have to learn to be content with what we have and be grateful for it. And the last mark of existence or characteristic is a bit difficult to understand because we perceive things as being separate from us. And we see this person over there, this object over there. We believe in this dream as being completely separate and made of parts. But when we try to look, where is the self? Somehow it's easier to know this selflessness in ourselves or in a person more than in the objects sometimes. And that's what the Buddha said. If you understand the lack of self of yourself, then you can understand the lack of self of all phenomena. Because we have this sense of the I being somewhere inside our body or, or in our mind and possessing a body and a mind, but it's someone independent of them. But when you look for it, you don't find it. You don't find it in your body. You don't find it in your mind. There's just awareness. The more you look and look, you can't find that concept or that label of the self. So if you look for it in your body or in your mind, the more you look, the less you find it. And then that meditation leads you to realize the emptiness of phenomena. So slowly we will go through different meditations that will help us understand this selflessness. And maybe we, at some point, we understand it intellectually and it's very clear. Many physicists and scientists work with particles and know this is a world of appearances. They know it, yet they don't live according to it. And we can do the same. We can analyze it and understand it, but we don't live according to it because we don't really see it. We don't really have integrated that understanding, that vipassana, that wisdom. So the more we meditate and meditate on this, the more clear 
it becomes. And it's very useful to use the analogy of a dream because in the dream, we also feel that things are real, that they are over there, that these people and your problems are real. But when you become lucid in the dream, you realize that nothing has inherent existence, yet it appears. So you start relating with your dream in a different way when you're lucid. You don't engage in the problems, you just dissolve them, you fly, you do whatever you want in your dream, right? So in this reality, when we become a Buddha, it's the same. We awake to this dream of existence and we are not limited by karma, by causality, by this conditioned cyclic existence of birth, aging, illness, death, and again, being moved by karma, by this causality of our previous negative actions creating suffering reflect again and again on these topics and go deeper and deeper in gaining this wisdom and letting go, letting go of the grasping that is the cause of our suffering, the grasping to the self, the grasping to phenomena as being really existent and our attachment to pleasurable appearances and our rejection of these unpleasant appearances. All this is connected, everything has these three marks. So check if you find any of these characteristics through your own experience. Thanks for listening and see you soon.